Welcome to the August 2022 episode of the Presale Pulse, a real estate show dedicated to everything happening in real estate across Metro Vancouver and the Fraser Valley. Now I'm Ryan Lalonde, and of course, here with me today is one of BC's top 500 most influential business leaders, Emily Kenna's very own, Susanna Gonzalez. Congratulations on the nomination. Thank you so much. Today we were filming in our head office, beautiful downtown Vancouver, and we're gonna get started off right July market activity and some of the industry's most trending topics. Here we go. Now, before we jump into July's activity, the pre-sale pulse is all about recapping both the pre-sale and resale marketplace over the past 30 days. We touch on everything trending in our industry and ensure our subscribers feel like they have their fingers on the pulse and become real estate intelligent. Now, in today's episode, we'll be speaking to how Canada is holding up to the global economic headwinds that we are seeing. The pre-sale market's seasonal pattern performance and the announcement of an exciting new project about to launch its sales programs. We'll talk about that today. In addition, the effects the state of the current market condition is having on resale. Plus, in a separate video segment, we'll be sharing some insights into the historic market recovery timelines and understanding when's the right time to buy in these fluctuating market environments. Well, let's get right into it, beginning first with a look at the overall economy. Now, we're currently in August, and macro data points from Q2 are slowly starting to trickle in and come through the markets. Real GDP growth from May came in flat which beat the expectations of many analysts that were expecting a pullback. This is great to see. On a quarterly basis, most recent numbers show the Canadian economy is growing by 3.7% in Q1 and grew by 4.6% in QTU. These strong signals have heavily linked to the reality that Canadian economy is supported by a really large resource sector. This is benefiting from high commodity prices, a strong labor market, and of course, savings that have been built up throughout the pandemic. Now, it seems that these factors have so far positioned Canadians well against the global economic headwinds that we're seeing and feeling in other parts of the world. Yeah, this is really welcome news, Ryan, especially when contrasting to our friends in the U.S. The American economy recently reported its first estimate of Q2 GDP growth, apparently shrinking an annualized 0.9% instead of a modest expansion per expectations. And layoffs are starting to happen south of the border. Now, as this is the second consecutive quarter of GDP contraction, by some definitions, and by some I really mean all, uh, the U.S. is now in a technical recession. Now, the key for both our economies now is if inflation is beginning to peak, allowing central banks the opportunity to reduce their pace of interest rate increases and allowing markets some breathing room. And we actually had in the headlines today a little bit of um, reprieve on that down south as well, which is great. That's right, Susan. On one hand, the strong performance of the Canadian economy, while positive news, may also be the basis for the Bank of Canada to just really continue implementing those aggressive rate hikes. We're hoping that they choose uh, another path. On the other hand, there are some signs that peak inflation is in sight and would potentially allow for some of the central banks holding off, pulling some of their more aggressive monetary levers. Prices of gasoline, industrial metals, and agricultural goods have also fallen since our last update, and we're seeing supply chain issues slowly beginning to ease. This is good news when it comes to construction costs. And some more good news, Canadian market sentiment is also increasing. The BOC recently released its Q2 Consumer Expectations Survey, which showed that in the first half of the year, Canadians had significant inflation expectations and anticipated cutting back on spending. Now, more recently, however, both Bloomberg Nano's Consumer Confidence Indicators, as well as the Ipsos Consumer Confidence Report showed overall confidence, while negative is stabilizing. It's improving, and Canadians mostly still believing the BOC will be able to rein in inflation. Yeah, and consumer confidence is everything. With all that being said, by the 
next Bank of Canada announcement is coming up shortly on September 7th. Current market expectations are for a 75 basis point increase with talk and perhaps hope of this potentially being the last hike of 2022. Now, I think what's interesting here are markets are beginning to react to the upcoming expectations with many industry thought leaders believing that today's markets are actually beginning to price in the expected interest rate gains, which could mean that we're seeing an overreaction to some of the shifts that we've seen previously and what some of the shifts are expected to be. I think uh, we'll report back during September's edition of the Pre-Sale Pulse on whether we be, continue to believe that that's happening. Now let's take a look at the pre-sale market and check on launch activity across Metro Vancouver. July saw eight projects launch, bringing just over 1,300 units to the market across Metro Vancouver. Same month absorptions were 22%. Now while this breaks our three-month streak in the low 30s, uh, that's too bad, it does really align in what we're seeing in the pre-sale market with summer, especially in July. July same month absorptions also aligns with decreasing activity we're seeing in the market generally. Our caution is not to forget the significant shifts in travel, lifestyle, pent up demand for connection. This is the first summer where British Columbians can feel like they can travel in a free way without restriction from COVID. YVR saw just over 2 million passengers in departing in July, nearly triple the 700,000 passengers that they saw the same time last year. Yeah, that's a big shift. Um, now taking a look at what's to come, we're expecting seven launches in August, bringing just under 900 homes to market. This is about half the inventory launched in August last year, and there were potentially 2,000 homes slated to come this past month, with developers clearly choosing to hold off given the current market climate. We're likely to see this trend continue into the fall and winter, with several projects pushing out launch dates into 2023. On that note, we are expecting August same-month absorptions to follow July's in the low 20s before increasing slightly in September and October. Obviously, very much looking forward towards the September-October market. All right, Suze, let's jump into some of the projects. Uh, let's start with one that we're personally obviously very excited about. That's Florin, which is being developed in partnership with Alaire Living and the Circadian Group. This is a program that we've been wanting to talk about for a while and are excited to share. It's situated in West Coquitlam. This is a multi-phase development that's got a little bit of everything for everyone. It's coming off incredible sales successes that we've seen in Alina. It's clear that there is still very strong demand in this neighborhood for well-designed products in West Coquitlam. This being wood frame, our first phase will include both condominiums and townhouses. Yeah, so exciting, Ryan. To me, the essence of Florin is really captured in its location. The development is surrounded by lush greenery, tranquil tree-lined streets, and a rich history that allows owners to really relax, recharge, and flourish. A true neighborhood community feel, I would say. Now, at the same time, it's coupled with access to all the urban conveniences within five minutes that we know and loved as part of that North Road corridor. Now, Florin is close to all the best local parks, restaurants, shopping, including Lohi Town Center, and of course, some university cities as well. I think it's also really important to note that between Alaire Living and the Circadian Group, the people behind this project have decades of experience in real estate, uh, both in development and in construction. One of the partners actually resides in this community, so having that kind of development history behind a project should really give buyers a lot of confidence in the quality that they can expect from this program. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Now for those who are specifically interested in products um, a little bit more west, let's turn now to our exciting townhome development, Bowdoin by Listdrawer. Bowdoin is a collection of 36 thoughtful, spacious, and well-designed townhomes. Situated on Oak and West 52nd, each home at Bowdoin offers private garden access for peaceful enjoyment. And with no one below you, nothing stacked 
above, homes of this development offer a certain level of privacy and ownership of your courtyard level home that's difficult to find in this market. Now we've had the opportunity of working with both Chris and Craig, uh, the owners of Listra for over a decade. They just build exceptional homes, they care. It's situated in a desirable west side location, uh, very close David Lord Elementary, Churchill Secondary, just a short walk away. Close by for the kids are Oak Park with its grassy playground. It's got a great tennis court there, uh, baseball diamond, walking trails. It, it really has it all. Uh, and for the grown-ups, just a wide range of shopping, dining, entertainment options. You have Oak Ridge that's nearby, and then, of course, the Marpole Community Center. Now, homes start at under $1.9 and with such an attractive product and only 38 homes, I'd suggest interested buyers should try to get their foot in the door as soon as possible. So, Suze, now with pre-sale programs covered, let's just jump into some of the resale stats. As expected, we saw a decline in sales activity across the greater Vancouver region, again, around 43% year over year. That's quite significant. Yeah, this is giving home buyers much needed relief. And after 16 months of compressed supply, more options when choosing what to buy and a bit more time to make that decision. And while June's resale activity was characterized by lessened demand for detached products, last month's decrease in sales was more evenly spread uh, across the board into townhomes and condos as well. And of course, the decreased sales activity and inventory remaining relatively level, we're seeing sales to listing ratios cross over towards balanced territory. Detached products landing around 12%, which is now going to give some buyers an advantage in the marketplace. We're expecting this trend to also continue into the townhouse product and condominium product, likely leveling off around October, uh, maybe even into November. Yeah, now prices continue on their slight downward trend, falling about 2.3% in the overall benchmark composite price. This was primarily from the detached product, which suffered the greater month-over-month -month decline in prices. Of course, part of that is based on the end price of those homes, uh, and we're going to expect the same this month as well. Thanks, Suze. I think that's a wrap. Don't forget to check out the trending topics segment in the links below to get some of the insights on when the right time is to buy in a fluctuating market and how long it takes for a market to recover from a downturn. Now, it's our hope that the insights we share provide some assurances to any buyers interested in entering the market. And before you tune into our trending topics, if you found some value in today's episode, hit that like button and subscribe to our channel, Newswire, our daily email roundup of the latest real estate news. Subscribers get early access to the pre-sale pulse, market insights, and the latest projects breaking ground. Our internal MLA advisory team is active in all major markets, providing actionable intelligence across Canada. So reach out to us using the links below and we can provide market data, information on specific marketplaces or recommendations on product design. Contact us by visiting the links below. And lastly, we do want to hear from you. So leave a comment if you have any questions or want us to speak about any trends or insights not mentioned in today's episode. We enjoy hearing from our peers and want to ensure that the Pre-Sale Pulse is your preeminent source for real estate intelligence. Love it. We'll see you next episode.